welcome to the Motorsport Coaching Podcast, sponsored by Motivate Training and Management. This is the podcast where we talk to drivers and industry experts to help you maximize your performances on and off the track. Let's get started with today's show. Welcome to episode 123 of the Motorsport Coaching Podcast. I am your host, Belinda Risley, founder of Motivate Training and Management. This week, I've got something a little bit different for you. Um, we're talking to Katrina Robertson. Before I get into her intro, I'd just like to remind you, we've got an upcoming webinar, which is live and free next Tuesday, August the 2nd, starting at 7 p.m. Australian Eastern Standing Time, with the topic being 10 things you can do now to help you gain sponsorship. If you'd like to register for that free event, please head over to the show notes or race over to motivatetraining.com.au forward slash capital W, capital S, capital W. Unfortunately, it does need to be in capitals in order for it to work. Lesson learned. Also, the link will be in today's show notes. Of course, if you cannot make it, the recording and workbook will be available after the event. So if you're interested in around how you can gain sponsorship right now, please race over and join up for our webinar. So team, today we're going to be talking to Katrina Robertson. She's a qualified sonographer and radiographer with over 14 years experience in the field of medical imaging. Um, in 2017, Katrina decided to pursue her entrepreneurial passion and open her first medical imaging pra- practice specializing in ultrasound. In 2019, she grew that business to a second site and she's conveniently located near Bathurst, near our famous race track. So thanks to her multiple university degrees and industry experience, Katrina has a thorough understanding of her range of pathologies, their symptoms and their imaging appearances. In today's episode, we're going to be talking about the role of ultrasound and pathology, the role that it plays with period pain, endometriosis, bursitis. Hope you enjoyed today's episode. Don't forget, if you haven't listened to last week's episode, we had the wonderful, talented Gwen Sell episode 122, talking about her track to the Formula One. It is an inspiring story, and I hope you enjoyed today's episode as much as I do. Hi, Katrina. Welcome to the Motorsport Coaching Podcast. Thank you for having me. I'm excited to be here. Yes. Well, your story and career is a little bit different. We've never had anyone like you before on our show, but I'm very excited to hear your story. So tell us a little bit about you and what you offer. Yeah. So I'm um, I'm a sonographer. So I um, studied medical imaging at university. So I uh, did radiography first. So x-ray, CT, all those sorts of things. And then I went on to do a postgraduate degree in ultrasound. So um um, as you sort of think, the first thing that you'll think about with ultrasound is pregnancies, but we um, we do a wide range of ultrasounds. So as far as um, motorsport goes, we uh, uh, ultrasound all the in- injuries that um, that come along with um, with accidents, and even just the general wear and tear of driving that um, it puts a lot of strain on the body. So we um, we uh, deal with all that sort of stuff. Um, I started my own ultrasound practice back in 2017. So I, um, I branched out on my own and opened, opened an ultrasound practice then and, um, expanded the business in 2019 to a second practice. So yeah. Fantastic. Why radiographer? <laughs> yeah. So 
<laughs> you break a lot of bones over your years and went, hey, you know what? I just um, happily not a lot, but funnily enough, um the the deciding factor was that I broke my finger. I um fell off a horse and um you know it's either horses, motorbikes or race cars, right? <laughs> Um, and broke my finger and had to have an x-ray and um, was talking to the radiographer. And um, at the time, my mum is a nurse, so I, I wanted something in the medical field. Uh, didn't really want to uh, spend all that time at university to be a doctor. Yeah. Um, ironically enough, though, in order to do the two degrees, I've pretty much spent that much time <laughs> at, at uni anyway. <laughs> Um, and didn't really want to go down the nursing route. And, yeah, medical imaging was a good um, good sort of medi- middle of the field that um, you got all that patient care, but it was a really interesting field too. Yeah. And not only do you do those roles and have two businesses, you are a young mum as well. I am, yeah, yep. So I've got a one-year-old. Yeah. So, um, yeah. It's like you can um, relate to some of the mothers that we have um, that athletes the parents are of the of the athletes um having all of, to juggle all those things like working full-time businesses um a lot of the parents do have small businesses that they're trying to run as well how do you go about juggling your life at the moment yeah so um support definitely helps that um so family and friends that um that are there to to help when needed um you know a, a bit of you know here, can you have my little one for a, for a few hours while I go and do this? Or um, uh, lots of uh, preparation too, I guess, is the the other big one. A lot of a lot of pre planning. Yes, yeah. yes, that's with yes. everything. Just like with <laughs> whether you're running a small business, whether you're running a race team, or or just trying to be a parent, just plan, plan, plan. Uh, yeah, yeah, and um, you know, don't don't worry too much when nothing nothing goes the way you plan. <laughs> No. So back to ultrasound then, so right onto the business side of things. Um, so you're talking about um, being able to help the athletes with their injury side of things. Can you talk us through like the ultrasound process? And- yeah, absolutely. So um, generally what will happen is that you'll go to your doctor first um, and they'll they'll um, do a physical assessment uh, and sort of have, a, have an idea of what they think might be going on. From there, they'll decide what the best imaging will be, whether, um, you know, if they think you've broken a bone, whether you just have an X-ray or a CT scan, if they think that you've torn um, your muscle or your ligament um, tendon, then they might do both an X-ray and an ultrasound. Mm-hmm. Um, a next step tends to be an MRI as well as uh, for those sort of soft tissue structures. Mm-hmm. Um, so they'll, they'll decide what they think is going on and what the best imaging will be to see. And then they'll give you a referral and you'll call your local medical imaging practice and say, I need a X-ray, CT, something, um, ultrasound of this particular area. Let's say it's a shoulder. So I need an ultrasound of my shoulder. And then um, you'll come in for your ultrasound and for uh, generally, if you're having both an X-ray and an ultrasound, we'll do the X-ray first. It can give us a good idea of what we might find on the ultrasound, so we can have a look. If you torn, um, if you tear your tendon away from the muscle or from the from the bone, if you tear, tear the muscle away from the bone, then it can take some of the bone with it. So this will give us a good indication that there's something going on. 
And so we'll have a look at the x-ray first and then we'll bring you in for the ultrasound. Um, depending on where we're looking, you might need to get changed so that we can get to the area. So if it's your shoulder, you might, um, might get changed into a gown or something so we can get to your shoulder. And we put some... Uh, at my practice, some warm gel on your, your shoulder. In other places, it might be cold, but we put some gel, gel on and then um, we use what we call a transducer. So it's like a like a camera, a little probe that um, we put on the skin and uh, it produces sound waves. So just like we're talking, but um, they're a lot high frequency, so we can't hear them, but they, um, they move through the skin and through the layers of tissue and um, depending on how how dense a structure is, it'll send the ultrasound wave back to us. So um, bone is really dense, so it sends all the, the ultrasound back to us, but the soft mm-hmm. tissue will only send a little bit. And the ultrasound machine collects all this ultrasound wave information back and then it uh, turns it into a grayscale image. So we get a, get a picture out of it which shows us the insides. Yeah. And so from there we can... Um, uh interpret the images and decide whether there's anything going on um and see those um sort of muscle tendon ligament tears any bony damage um uh this is more just in our our soft tissue so in our muscles but um in other areas of the body we can see other things as well so we can um assess for all of that and then we write up a um, sonographer's report for the radiologist so it's a doctor that specializes in radiology the uh radiologist will write their formal report so they get to make the final call as to whether there's anything going on or not um they'll write their report and they'll send it back to your doctor and then your doctor will um, have a look at the report as well as all the other information they've got. So they'll have information on um, blood tests and any other imaging you've had. Um, They might know that you've previously had a a break of of your wrist or something else. Um, They'll have all that information. They'll put it all together and then from there they can um, they can figure out what's actually going on and then come up with a treatment plan. So um, from there they might decide that um, you just need to go and see a physio or something like that. So they'll decide from there what the next step is. Beautiful. And can you use like ultrasound for a preventative measure? Um, so we're just talking about after the incident and, and to see if something's torn or something like that. But if you've got a, a niggle, can you kind of use it um, in a preventative way? Yeah. So um, generally when we think of medical imaging, we think that you've had an injury. But a lot of what we'll see is um, just general sort of wear and tear. So um, something you might have heard of is bursitis. So it's the bursa itself is a lining um, around different structures. So generally it will be either in between ligaments and muscles or ligaments and bone. And the whole point of the bursa is to make everything slide smoothly. So if we're doing something that um, our body doesn't like, and it uh, it can make that bursa become inflamed, so the whole area gets a bit un- upset, uh, the bursa will get thick. And when it gets thick, everything just sticks together. It doesn't slide like it should. And then that will cause you pain. So um, if you've got little niggles but you haven't had an injury, then quite often that can be what it is. So um you can have an ultrasound and then from there they can say, oh, no, there's no tears or anything going on. But um, as a preventative measure, we want you to see a physio or something like that and yeah. make sure that we're, we're reducing whatever it is that the body doesn't like so that everything moves moves well together. 
Yeah, so as a preventative measure at the track, um, Motivate actually has a tent. So we have a massage tent um, where we have sports massage therapists. So if anyone throughout the race weekend does um, feel any niggles or any tightness, um, they do come and um, have a massage um, or they can have an assessment for a referral. So sometimes we do have um, osteos as well as physiotherapists within those tents. Most of them are sports massage therapists, um, but at times we have referred them on to actually go and get some further treatment or get some further investigation with with the ultrasound um, to make sure that there's nothing torn, especially after an incident has occurred. Um, if someone does, I mean, in karting, uh, one of the most, um, when an incident happens, it's my diagram for you, um, like the car, goes off the, back of, the car goes off the back of someone's shoulder. Um, do you recommend that they go straight to see an ultrasound or do they have to be referred um, via their GP before coming to see someone like yourself? Yeah, so they'll definitely need to go um, and see their doctor first. Um, some... Some physios uh, will be able to refer for x-rays. Um, generally, they won't be able to. Uh, some can refer for an ultrasound as well, but Medicare won't pay for it. So they can, um, if they've got into their physio first, they can get referrals. But um, for a Medicare rebate, they'll need to go to their, their GP. Uh, but it's definitely worthwhile getting in there first. Um, the other thing with those sort of niggly bits where there's nothing torn, but... Um, uh, you know, a good massage um, and some stretches can can do the trick. If they um, they have a bit of inflammation, then quite often they'll, um, depending on the age of the patient as well, they'll do a uh, steroid injection or a cortisone injection, which the whole purpose of that is to reduce the inflammation. So quite often uh, if they do the injection, then you can have physio on it because the pain's gone so you can move a lot more easily whereas if it's all really inflamed then it can hurt quite a bit to do those stretches so uh that can be another another good thing too if um you know if there hasn't been an injury but it's just a bit sore um and it's not getting you know it's a bit too sore to do the the stretches and it's not really getting better then that can be a good way to go about it too as a preventative maintenance that um it can make make your massage and your physio work a lot better Awesome. So you are located near our great track, Bathurst. Um, <laughs> very exciting because we have lots of major race meetings out there. It's most driving Absolutely. The world. Um, so, yeah, we've, we've got the Bathurst 1000 coming up. So, of course, like if anyone's needing some assistance, um, get a referral from a doctor. Um, but um, obviously at the track, they can get a referral to come to you um, to come get some treatment over the course of that week. Yeah, yeah, yeah definitely. In October. Yes, no, so it's coming around awfully fast at this rate. It's um, very scary. Yeah. It's a time when the date was where we are. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm not sure how we're already halfway through the year or more than halfway through the year. <laughs> I'm starting to freak out because they're already starting to post so many weeks to Christmas, you know, on social media. I'm like, oh, <laughs> it's just not fair. <laughs> so apart from injury prevention, Katrina, you also mentioned about women's health. Obviously, pregnancy is the first thing that we think about when it comes to ultrasound. Um, how else does ultrasound or work with women's health? Yeah, yeah. So lady drivers and pit crew and officials and volunteers. That can... Yeah, absolutely. So um, basically anything that you think about that um, we tend to deal with women's health. So um, period pain, um, sort of lumps and bumps, uh, all of those sorts of things that um, as well as pathology that may not have symptoms that 
we get straight away. So like um, ovarian cancer and uterine cancer and those sorts of things. So we deal with all of that. Um, one of the the big ones will be period pain. We quite often have um, women come in with those symptoms and um, you know, sometimes it is just, just your cycle, but a lot of the time there'll be an underlying cause for it or something that can be done about it. So sometimes that can just be that your cycle's just really heavy, um, really painful, and they might look at doing um, things like the contraceptive pill or um, a marina, so um, uh, uh, intrauterine device uh, inside the uterus to uh, control hormone levels so that um, you're not... Uh, not having that cycle as you normally would, so that you're not getting that pain. Um, uh, they're they're generally the the two things that they'll tend to go for as far as pain management when there's nothing wrong. So quite often they'll do the ultrasound first to just check that there's nothing before they go on and do something else to control that pain. You might also have a really heavy flow and that can definitely get in the way of um, your race meetings and things like that, that um, that's the last thing that you want. It's definitely going to, you know, impact your day and um, something that uh, medically we can get around if, um, if need be. Um, something else that's quite often a cause for uh, quite uh, bad period pain or just pelvic pain in general will be, uh, you might have heard of endometriosis. So the uh, what happens with endometriosis is that the lining of the uterus basically gets outside the uterus, so where it shouldn't be. Um, it can uh, attach the ovaries, the bowel, the bladder, the, the the general places that it attaches to that it shouldn't be. And when um, when we get our period, like the lining of the uterus does, the parts that have gone outside the uterus that shouldn't be there, they bleed too. So that's why uh, women with endometriosis get so much pain is because the um, the endometrium that's outside of the uterus is also doing that process as well. So you're getting um, that inflammation and bleeding outside around around your ovaries and bladder and um, and bowel. So for uh, for those patients, we do ultrasound as well because uh, in in some cases, in severe cases, we can pick that up on ultrasound. Uh, if they're getting chronic pain as well, then it could be that the endometriosis has got so bad that it's actually caused everything to sort of stick together. So we use ultrasound to see whether things move as they should. Uh, yeah, so there, there's some things in uh, women's health that we tend to look at. As far as women's health goes as well, we also do quite a few breast ultrasounds is the yeah. other, other area. So um, for just screening when you don't have any symptoms, then uh Mammograms are the the best way to go for for screening. They'll pick up something along the lines of ninety five percent of breast cancers, um, because those particular breast cancers all start with calcification. Mm-hmm. But for those other five percent of uh, breast cancers that don't start with calcification, ultrasound will pick them up first. So for screening, we tend to I like to do both of them to cover all of our bases. But um, yeah, so uh, if you're over over 50 or if you're if you've got a family history then uh generally 10 years before that family member who was diagnosed then we tend to start screening in those groups uh or if you've got a lump changes in your breast pain anything like that then we do ultrasound for those as well 
And with the women's health opportunities, you'll need to go through the GP to get the referral to yourself. Or is that something that they can still come to you and go, hey, I felt something. Can you have a look before I go to my GP or is it still yeah still um still through your gp um no wonder our gps are always busy when they could just come in straight to you take out the middle exactly yeah yeah exactly um generally it is through your gp first there are some places that um have set up different um sort of women's health clinics that you can go straight there and get everything done in one go so i know there is a place in albury and that's how they work that um i think they must have a doctor on site as well so you go and and kind of book into their women's health clinic and you can get everything done while you're there so you can see the doctor get the referral um and then go straight in and have your mammogram or have your ultrasound or whatever it is that you need so they've got it set up that everything's just in the one place but in general you'll need to get a referral first and are you located near a doctor or within a doctor's practice or uh, yeah so we're uh, we're sort of down around down the road we're we're on the main street so we're about a block away from the doctors so it's still nice and close yeah, and just so you know that um, there are actually two ladies, uh, one in Aubrey and one in New South Wales, doing a PhD um, around period pain and motorsport, so injuries oh, okay. and the effects of that. And another one is doing it around about breast tissue and the impacts of crashing and, and what that plays and the effect of um, going forward. Like does it you yeah. know, bring on any deformities or anything like that, the effects it has on breastfeeding. And so there's some research coming out around that um, aligned specifically with motorsport. So. I'll send it to you once you Yeah, thank you. Yeah, because yeah. they're really big topics. And as I said, women in motorsport is definitely a growing area within motorsports. Um, and But, of course, I know there's a lot of, um, I guess, again, team owners and just around about period pain. Again, falling pregnant was, you know, becoming to being, becoming a driver as a profession. Um, all of these concerns around all these health issues that potentially could come up. No different to what a guy could obviously get. They have their own um, spectrum of um, illnesses as well but I definitely yeah. know it's more of a talking point um, around women in motorsports definitely around pure pain and performance dealing with endometriosis um, you know again just even having a crash and, and the impact on, on our pelvis on our breast tissue um, all of those main areas that you know fertilization and baby carrying and, and then there's like women that don't even want to have kids so it's not even a plain fact but of course it's all part of the bigger picture of trying to get a better image of what does a woman in motorsport look like. Exactly, yeah, and the more more research that's done um, and the more we look into it, the more we shine a light on it will help women in motorsport and get people into motorsport if they've got those answers. So that's brilliant. Fantastic. Well, thank you so much, Katrina, for sharing that insight into ultrasounds and x-rays and injuries, preventative bursitis and that endometriosis, which I know is a very big, um, again, subject for a lot of women out there. So thank you for sharing your knowledge. Again, if anybody's up around the Bathurst area and is requiring um, some imagery, please contact Katrina at KLR Medical Imagery. And yes, and Katrina's details will be in today's show notes. Uh, otherwise, are you on LinkedIn? People can have a chat with you there. I am on LinkedIn, yes. Yep. So I'm um my personal profile's Katrina Robertson on LinkedIn. Beautiful. Well, thanks again, Perfect. Katrina, for joining us. Everyone stay safe and we'll speak to you next week. Thank you. Bye. 
Well, thanks everyone for listening to this week's show. I really hope you enjoyed that one as much as I did. Now, remember all the show notes with the links and the specials mentioned in today's show are available over at motivatetraining.com.au. If you haven't already, I'd really appreciate if you could head to iTunes or Stitcher, type in Motorsport Coaching, subscribe and leave us a review. Each week, I'll read them out and you'll go into monthly draw to win a fantastic prize. If you have any questions or comments, please email us at motivatetraining.com.au or head over to our Facebook page at Motivate to Tea. Until next time, take care.